Thanks for tuning in to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast, where we talk about your body, how it moves, and empowering you with the knowledge to manage and treat your pain or discomfort. You will also get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look at a successful private practice. You have the questions, and we have the answers. Now let's get moving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Direct Access to Oxford Physical Therapy podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And your co-host, Allie. And we have a special guest joining us today, Dr. James Abbott. Welcome, Dr. Abbott. Well, thank you very much, Matt and Allie. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to speak with you today. Yeah. This is an exciting guest, and it's like new year, new adventure, and we kind of want to introduce a new practice slash group, right? So tell us about BEST. Yeah. Well, uh, again, Matt, uh, we appreciate the opportunity to be partners uh, with Oxford Therapy now and in the future in uh, what we're beginning with a new venture here in Cincinnati, uh, being able to have a a full orthopedic uh, clinic as well as surgery center tied together in one location. And the idea uh, behind BEST was really to uh, provide patients with a center of excellence for uh, outpatient spine and joint replacement surgeries, as well as a full uh, service clinic uh, that would be tied to local therapy and to be able to, to uh, establish the best practice in this market for patients looking for an optimum recovery from those surgeries. A one-stop shop. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. I mean, we're super excited about the opportunity, and I think it deserves kind of a deep dive into, you know, we said a lot there. I mean, and so tell our listeners, what are some of the advantages of a surgery center um, versus traditional surgery at a hospital? Sure, Matt. So one of the biggest advantages of a surgery center is we can be really very patient focused. We have our specific goals at our surgery center will be to treat uh, spine and uh, joint replacement patients as well as other orthopedic conditions. We don't have to worry about other service lines like cardiology or pulmonology. Those things are taken care of outside of the center mm-hmm. by the patient's you know, medical doctor and, and done beforehand if we need those assessments. But our surgery center, the staff and the people there are solely focused on that patient's musculoskeletal needs. Yeah, so very, very specialized, right? Very focused. And ultimately, the person that's going to win is the patient, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Sounds a little bit of like Oxford, doesn't it? Yeah, so that's why we make awesome partners. <laughs> yes, yes. So what are the advances that have improved, you know, because some of the surgeries, the total joints and whatnot, maybe 5, 10, 15 years ago, we weren't really able to do them in this type of setting. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Uh, the biggest thing that has led to that advancement of being able to really take a patient uh, through a major surgery like a joint replacement of a hip or a knee and actually have them start to, to walk within actually hours of that surgery. Uh, the biggest advances have been on both the sides of anesthesia and pain control, mm-hmm. as well as on the implants and the surgical technique. So those two things put together, now tied with robust teaching of our patients preoperatively and pre-educating them about their therapy, you put those three, and now you can go home safely the same day as your surgery and actually have more success. Mm -hmm. Um, Stats are showing that patients who have same-day hip or knee replacement uh, have better outcomes, lower infection risks, and lower overall risks of being admitted or readmitted to a hospital Mm -hmm. uh, for any of the medical complications. So it, it is showing a superior result for our patients, and that's why 
uh, we thought this is the best time to bring a, a center like Best it. forward. I love it. He worked the best <laughs> in. He's heard my previous podcast where I'm always throwing the direct access to Oxford Physical Therapy title in. So I it's love that you worked that in. Um, so, you know, it's interesting, I think, when you talk about surgical techniques, um, and I know that you're using some robotic techniques for particularly with knee replacement. Can you give our listeners a little bit of information about, I mean, this sounds like George Jetson in the operating room here. Yes. Give them a little bit of a background of what's involved in that. So with a, a robotic knee replacement, uh, the the most important thing for patients to realize is that uh, the surgeon is still in full control of mm-hmm. what is done uh, with the robot. The robot is just an extension of the surgeon. And what it allows us to do now is I can take a, a patient's knee inside of an operating room, open that knee up traditionally like we would for a knee replacement, but then I'm able to map it accurately uh, to within fractions of a millimeter using a computer. And that allows me to even perform the the surgery virtually on a screen where I can uh, plan exactly the positioning of that knee replacement. And that's important to overall fit and feel for that patient long term. So what we're seeing is I know exactly how this knee is going to fit and feel for this patient based on on the computer modeling before I even take an ounce of bone away from that patient. Mm -hmm. And um, if thing for patients to remember about any uh, joint replacement surgeries once we remove the bone we can't put it back <laughs> sure sure yeah well so it's like a custom suit versus buying off the rack right exactly yeah and that allows a custom fit while uh, still keeping us with uh, implants that are you know technically off the rack but there's some advantages to that should some some uh, unforeseen complication come down the road it's much easier to deal with a standard implant than say something that was custom fabricated for a patient because they don't just custom fabricate you know replacement parts for those overnight right right matt you always come up with the best analogies (laughs) (laughs) well i think it's important you know as patients i think it can be overwhelming and i think it's important the more they understand about the process the more engaged and committed they are and I think that brings me to one of the pillars of success you mentioned is, and we've talked about it on the on the podcast before, but this uh, notion or idea of prehab and yes. uh, starting therapy before surgery. So um, tell us a little bit about what your ideal setup is for, for a patient who may be undergoing a hip or a knee replacement. When do you like them to engage therapy in that process? Sure, Matt. I think, you know, the sooner, obviously, the better. It, it is often... I think misunderstood by patients the role of what physical therapy can provide they feel like you know I go to the gym every day mm-hmm. I get my exercise in well you know the physical therapist is really that subject content expert on how to take you know your diagnosis or your proposed procedure and learn have the patient learn how they're going to need to adapt and how they're mm-hmm. going to uh, be successful and, and they understand that stepwise progression that the patient is going to need uh, beforehand so I think in my perfect world if once I see a patient and and we're at that point where we've exhausted all those conservative measures and it's time to really you know um, go together into that surgical realm, then if we get them working with a therapist about six weeks prior to surgery, that gives them time to assess their risks factors at home, uh, their particularly their fall risk, uh, as well as look to uh, identify their strength weaknesses mm-hmm. and to start to work on those deficits prior to surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gives them enough time to be tuned up and ready to 
to go as best as possible uh, for that date of surgery. And really, that's just now the first stepping stone to then that ultimate recovery. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing to me over the course of doing this over 20 years and, you know, seeing this prehab become a bigger and bigger trend. um, I think it's so much less overwhelming for patients. You know, uh, imagine you've just completed surgery. You go home and you go to therapy and you're dealing with everything postoperative. You're dealing with medication. You're dealing with some pain. You're dealing with a new assistive device. And I mean, it's like drinking from a fire hose. I think if you <laughs> can know ahead of time, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. Take I a think, tour, dip your toes in first exactly. before you jump right in. You know, it. I mean, think about having a baby, like think about all the prep that goes into that. Imagine if you didn't do any of that and you went to the hospital, had the baby, got all the stuff and went home and had to try to figure all that yeah. out on Read day no one. Read no parenting right. books. And yeah. Right. I think it would be quite overwhelming. So um, I'm glad that's a hallmark of, of what you're doing with best and what you're doing with patients. Yes, exactly. And it's not just drinking from a fire hose. It's drinking from a fire hose on narcotics. <laughs> oh. Uh, and so you're not necessarily learning in the best environment right sure. after surgery. So yeah. the more you know going uh, beforehand, actually the more at ease the patients are. They know what is going to happen and they really feel confident in their ability to go home be successful and uh, you know not look back after that surgery day just keep looking forward right and I think that feeds into the mental approach you know and um, I mean I think that patients have to be mentally ready for surgery not only physically ready but mentally prepared um, you know because they are doing an undertaking they're the next six eight weeks they're going to be rehabbing they're going to be working hard there's some pain associated with it for sure but I think the, the folks that do the best, in my opinion, are the ones that I see mentally ready for it. Absolutely. I, I tell all my patients this is a team sport, Yeah, and I actually have the easy job. Uh, <laughs> oh. They have the hard job. They have to go through, follow all the rules, do all the therapy, and, and believe that this is going to give them the right outcome. Yeah. So um, and, and I spend an hour putting in a hip or a knee for them, doing the, the best approaches and the, the best techniques to give them the foundation but they have to build on that then right. through the, the therapy and the rehab protocols to, to get to that ultimate goal of, of the result thereafter. Yeah. Well, we couldn't have a podcast. Uh, we thought in 2022 this word was going to go away, but it's not. <laughs> so we have to talk about COVID. So how does COVID impact what you're seeing with patients and how what advantages does a surgery center offer over maybe traditional surgical in the hospital. Absolutely, Matt. Uh, the uh, pandemic has really impacted everyone. Uh, mm-hmm. There's not a not a soul out there that hasn't been touched in in a negative way by this. But what I will say is the opportunity to uh, develop a surgery center at this time gives us a chance to uh, take some burden actually off of the hospital system. Yeah. We hear about that every day that you know the burden in, in the hospitals is becoming high, the nursing shortages. Yeah. Well, if we can take patients who don't need to be in a hospital, provide excellent care for them outside of that setting, that unloads that, that burden off the hospital. So mm-hmm. Uh, the the upswing in utilization of surgery centers across the country, not just here in Cincinnati, uh, is is at the right time to allow patients to be in a safe environment. So we still you know have COVID protocols and guidelines similar to For hospitals. Sure. We're doing the same safety protocols, but you're not going to have sick patients coming into a surgery center like they have to at a hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's also been borne out in you know some of the studies across the country on risk factors for patients showing that you know, not just COVID infections, but all infections are much lower at a surgery center versus a hospital simply because you're not having uh, those 
bio burdens or risks of infectious things even traveling through that facility. So uh, it really does uh, help to put the patient in a very positive position to continue to meet their health care need, but within a realm where they're safe uh, from those other risk factors that are present at a hospital. Yeah. Shifting gears a little bit here, you and I met maybe six or eight years ago when we were working with a semi-pro women's soccer club. That was going to be my question. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, we talked a lot about total joints, but I know that's just a facet of your practice and a facet of what you offer at best. What are some other uh, injuries, surgical interventions you offer and or treat? Sure. So, yeah, while my partner, uh, Dr. Gurton, is our uh, guru expert in uh, spine decompressions and spinal surgeries of both lumbar cervical uh, area. Uh, I uh, treat the other gamut of, of orthopedics. Uh, while, yes, the bulk of what I do currently is uh, joint replacements, hip and knees are probably 65 to 70% of what I do. I'm also sports medicine trained uh, and do a fair number of ACL reconstructions as well as arthroscopic shoulder surgeries, including rotator cuff repairs. So those are are really uh, sort of my wheelhouse, hip, knee, shoulder, uh, to be able to get patients back to sports activities, work activities, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever that injury is. Plus, we will still uh, be treating, you know, simple fractures at the center as well. Uh, we are looking at this point uh, probably within the next six months to begin a, a walk-in urgent care model as well at our facility. So basically, like we said, a one-stop shop for mm-hmm. pretty much any orthopedic injury uh, that you could imagine. Uh, and to be able to partner with a, a, a physical therapy quality group like Oxford then gives us that, that leg out into the community for patients to uh, continue the rehab and, and their recovery. Yeah. He's, he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> It's we don't no have to kidding. get him to say anything. There's no prompting. If, no. if the listeners would believe us, we're not reading off a of card no. or anything. This is all off the hip. I'm so. actually surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so give a give our listeners a little background on yourself. You're not new to the area. You didn't just move here for, for this opportunity, but you've been around a little while. And tell them about yourself. Absolutely. Um, I was uh, first in practice in the Cincinnati region up in Middletown in Westchester beginning in 2008. That's where I started. Out of my uh, fellowship training, I trained uh, for my orthopedics and fellowship uh, training in sports medicine and orthopedics down in Louisville, Kentucky at the University of Louisville. Uh, Came up here to start my first practice, uh, and as time went on uh, and the uh, mechanisms of of medicine uh, business changed, Mm -hmm. I moved uh, to Mercy uh, Orthopedics in 2015, uh, primarily out of the Fairfield location in the sort of the northwest quadrant of the market. Mm -hmm. Uh, Continued to develop my practice and uh, patient following uh, to the point where at this point uh, we are looking at, again, that junction of um, what needs to be done in a hospital versus what patients need on an outpatient setting and moving to a center like BEST. It was just the, the, the perfect synergy of mm-hmm. where patients need to be cared for, how we can best deliver their uh, quality care, and my skill set of being able to do uh, less invasive uh, hip replacements, knee replacements, as well as you know full uh, sports orthopedics. In one shop, it was uh, the, really the, the best of both worlds. Yeah, it's fantastic. We're going to have a game at the end. We'll put in the episode notes how many, many times, times we said, said best. best. So we'll see if the, who I'm can get it right. who picked best because I, I, in my marketing mind, that's like what is going to be the top Googled 
thing? What is the best surgery center? What is the best therapy? And of course you come up <laughs> because yeah. your name I, I, is yeah. best. I think it that's actually through. a lot of the background of what went into <laughs> it is from, what, from the information I've been told. Yep, where, where were we with that on our yeah, name? <laughs> that's, that's part of it. Yeah. yeah that's Absolutely. fantastic. Um, so still a big Louisville fan? Yeah. You know, the Cardinals uh, was, was down there for six years, and it was a great place to live and raise a family uh, while I was going through residency and, and certainly – uh, a Cardinals fan uh, to 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 an extent. Uh, uh-huh. Currently, I mean, I I still am a Ohio State undergrad, so uh, okay. go Bucks. And, uh, <laughs> and beyond that, um, yeah, those are my my two loyalties. Uh, I've got uh, local ties here now with my oldest son at University of Cincinnati. So Bearcats had a, f- a fantastic season this yeah. year, and oh, it was really neat to see that. So, <laughs> Allie's an XU fan, so okay. she, she has to fan. always throw that. That's in. all right, and, and grad. Okay. <laughs> well, if any of our listeners are enticed to come see you, you know they are totally swayed by this podcast. How can they find you? Sure. So, best place to find us obviously is on the web under Best Surgeries and Therapies. Uh, that's an easy Google search. Um, our location is 2001 Gilbert Avenue, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. If you're putting it into your GPS, it's a 45202 zip code. That'll get you right to the front door. And if you need to contact Best by phone, you can call them at 513-572-8670. Well, thank you so much for being our guest today, Dr. Abbott. We'll uh, definitely set up some deep dives and follow-ups into some of these diagnoses and surgeries so we can continue to share the best information and give folks a direct access to it. Yeah, I appreciate that opportunity, Matt, because there's certainly several patients out there that really need our experience and guidance uh, to get them through, uh, you know, a joint pain injury or or chronic condition that really can improve their quality of life. That's what it's all about. I think this is going to be a tremendous partnership for the community and super excited about it. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. you'll be back. That's right. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find us online at OxfordPhysicalTherapy.com. And you can also find us on our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Remember, you do not need a doctor's referral to receive physical therapy in the state of Ohio and Kentucky, where we offer double the care for less than half the cost. You can schedule appointments online or stop into any center for a free screen, what we like to call a bee visit. Please write a review, send us a comment or message on our social media platforms. And until next time, keep it moving.